to share something like the left first, the simple pshat pasuk. I wanted to share simple pshat pasuk that that I think needs needs to be said. The the pesukim describe Avram Avinu and Sarai Menu are going down to Mitzrayim. Avram's going to Mitzrayim. Kikavid There's a famine in Eretz Yisrael, and Avram Avinu goes to Mitzrayim. There's a tremendous nesayin for Avram. Avram is sent by Hashem to Eretz Yisrael, and the very land he's sent to, he's sent out of. Shastam, fascinating. There's a Rav Baritz. There's, I spoke this morning about times in our life that we feel rejection and feel like, is Hashem sending me a message? I'm very interested. Our response to all different things, Hashem is guiding us and leading us and saying things to us. How we interpret and how to understand what he's saying is such a complicated part of life. Somebody recently, a close friend, went through something like, yes, is Hashem punishing me? And somebody went through something significant, was asking me, is Hashem punishing me? Is Hashem... And <clears throat> it's hard to answer these questions, and it's really a very personal matter for each of us in our own lives to hear what Hashem is saying. What's the message of Hashem? To pay attention to the messages of Hashem. I want to, I wanna, as an aside, I want to tell you a story... Mm-hmm. It's a fascinating story. He was gifted Eretz Yisrael. This is where you want me to go, no? <laughs> and then by Hebra, Baretz, and Avram Avinu has to leave Eretz Yisrael. He has to leave. He has to, his Pashat sent out. And, he has to, and the answer is you have to earn it back. He has to, you're going to go through a journey, a difficult, difficult journey. They got him at Sraim. His wife is kidnapped. This is like serious stuff. But Hashem making it hard to acquire something. It says, Eretz Yisrael's nikhnas be Yisurim. Something hard to acquire. Just understand this in studying your own life's messages, that not everything that's hard to acquire means you're not supposed to. It's not marking it as wrong. It's just not. I spoke this morning, I spoke this morning about rejection, and Maishu Rabbeinu did not see another Vaviyu's death in any which way a sense of our avoid is wrong. Hashem had an idea, and sometimes it's their difficulties and tragedies, and you might see it as rejection, it's not what's happening. <coughs> and here Avram Avinu is in Eretz Yisrael, it's one of the Nesiyanists of Avram Avinu's life. That which he is striving for, that which is precious, and Hashem makes it difficult. And Avram Avinu leaves Eretz Canaan and heads down to Mitzrayim, Kikavi to Rav Baritz, for there was a very, very difficult famine in Eretz Yisrael. We're going to talk about something else, but just understand that Meneis, difficulty and blockages to something do not in any way mean that Hashem doesn't want you to have that thing in any which way. It means He wants you to fight for that thing. Rav Nachman spoke this out about Meneis. It means that it's precious. It's amazing how much blockages. I say to myself, looking back at difficulties we've encountered with the yeshiva, it would be so bad if we didn't have these difficulties. Because it wouldn't be something you fought for. It's something that you worked for. Something that you, and even the questions that you have to confront, is this really worth it? Maybe Hashem doesn't want it. You say, no, I know you do. So if it's worth it just for those questions and that process. I picture Avram Avinu coming to Eretz Yisrael and being sent out. Now you want Hashem? No, I do want it. 
I want, you, I want you to pick it and choose it and fight for it and work hard for it. That's what I want. So, but I do want it. Hashem wants Eretz Yisrael. But he wants Avram to fight for it. And he's going to make difficulties in getting there. Amazing Minias. If you study our history, how many G'dayim wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael and had Minias is a fascinating topic. So many G'dayim had so many chukas, tremendous, the gruz dream of going to Eretz Yisrael. And many G'dayim had big hopes and aspirations and, and they weren't Zaycheh from all different types of Minias. But you know what? They were Zaycheh to fight for it, to hope for it, to want it, and that fight for it's very, very precious. So there are many things in our life, seeing blockages. I beg the guys in your own journeys, study the Torah, and when you see blockages to things that are precious, understand that Hashem wants you to, He wants you to fight for that thing more than He wants you to have the thing, by the way. Wow. And, and you fight for the thing is much more precious than having the thing. So I think that's an important in our own journeys, in our own aspirations in our own idealisms for things we want and we find meneas, please don't conclude. It's just not a valid... If you study the Torah and you conclude that meneas show Hashem wants me not to have it, now if you say, so when do I know Hashem wants me not to have something, that's a very valid question. And by the way, it's in bounds in your own life to say, Hashem, I'm not clear what you're saying. You're going to have to tell me more clear. That's in bounds. That's talk to Hashem. It's in bounds to say in our own lives that I'm not clear what you want. It's not clear. I think we could see direction in our own life. We find tremendous, tremendous direction in our own life. Things direct us. Things push us. A lot of things Hashem pushes us. I think when we study our own lives and we see we were led certain places, how Hashem led us, and the way you find Hashem's leading us, but I beg, and I've seen people encounter Meneas and determine, okay, obviously Hashem doesn't want it. I think that's a terrible conclusion to see hardship and say Hashem doesn't want it as the conclusion. How many people gave up projects? I was very, very encouraged. My wife and I watched a documentary together about Romeo Shapiro. We Hashem do not look at many movies or videos together. I don't even know, looking back, you talk about Hashem leading you. Mayor Shapiro is intriguing to me, it just was his yard site. He's an intriguing figure who went through a lot of Yisurim. He had no children. The dream and aspirations of a person to have children, he had no children. And he went a difficult life. He was nifter very, very young. And I was, I was curious about Romeo Shapiro, and they did a documentary that's very sophisticated. It's not very entertaining. It's not done as like, it's not fun. It's sophisticated. They interviewed people who are no longer alive, who at the time of the interviews were alive, end of their life, and they were Talmudimavis, people who were close to them. Very, very cool interviews, and very realistic sense of who he was. And one of the things that was striking to me is how many blockages to the two things. He had two tremendous things he created. He called it his daughter and his son. He felt he was like Mikhail Pru Ravu, Iker Tolusenshel Sadikim is Maisim Toivim. And he started Dafyaimi and he started the Yeshiva Chachne Lublin. Each one was an innovation, was its own unique innovation. The amount of difficulty in both is striking. Dafyaimi sounds so vanilla, so innocent. Like you start Dafyaimi, like <laughs> who would fight Dafyaimi? It's like it's like it's like making a macho against Hatzalu. Like you're not normal. Like nobody fights Dafyaimi. There's Dafyaimi. It's like a fact of life. 
he faced a lot of op- a lot of opposition. Chachmei Lublin Talmidimi interview described Rabbanim getting up in public, calling him names, ripping him. Now you wonder, starting a yeshiva, why he would face so much opposition. Chachmei Lublin yeshivas were struggling like beasts. There was no money in Europe when he started. It was after World War One. There was no money. There was such poverty, dire poverty. Today, Yidin are rich. There was such limited, and yeshiva guys were like starving to death. And a man decides, I'm making a fancy yeshiva. He's going to be a good fundraiser. He's making yeshiva the beautiful dormitory, and he's going to, he, we're going fancy. We're out of your box, and people, that, people are in debt in yeshivas, and you're, there's limited money in Europe, and you're going to somehow, every dollar you take is a yeshiva in debt, and People are starving to death, and he's going fancy. You're making with a dorm. It should be by cover the, the anger. The anger at him was like Naira. They describe people publicly, like literally ripping him. And you hear, you hear the people ripping. Why? Why? Why, why, why were they wrong? Oh, <laughs> why, why, why? says, I, "I'm so happy. I, we can make a case." And people ripped him. It yeah, sounds so bad, innocent. Making, making a, he made a fancy yeshiva, and it was a tremendously prestigious to get in. It was difficult. He changed the whole look of a yeshiva guy. There's room to say that, every, that what we have today, Chachme Lublin was a game changer. It survived very short. Chachme Lublin was not around many years at all. It was an incredible yeshiva, but it's very possible, it's hard to prove these things, that the forerunner, we, we as yeshiva guys, the yeshiva guy in America is a very proud thing. People have pride to have a son-in-law as a yeshiva man. That's a very cool thing, people have pride to have a son, and I can't say it happened right away in America. There was much work, Rev. Aaron, if, if it could be, it's, there's room to say Chachmei Lublin was the start of the game changer. It, it, remember, enough people were affected, there was definitely... It's very hard in any revolution to point to a minute, it's very hard. A lot has to happen, but definitely he planted seeds by a number of people that, hey, yeshiva guys should be celebrated, a yeshiva guy is the core and heart and soul of our people. He definitely planted seeds. Could you prove, can anybody say definitively that Lakewood, there are people that you could point much more direct, it seems. Chachme Lublin today is a very celebrated concept. He probably planted seeds to a lot of what is today. And the reality is he got tremendous flack. The work, he went to America to raise money. Nobody wanted to give him a dollar. He ended up being poor. He had to sell things. He was like stuck in America for a long time. He couldn't even, he couldn't even, you know, fundraisers get a little bit of a cut, you know, Pasha to feed their family. They shouldn't die of starvation. He couldn't pay for his boat ride back. He didn't make any money. He couldn't be succeed. The whole thing was floundering. This big idea, this good idea. He was an idealist. He traveled far for his idealism, and it was murder. It was murder to, to push it through. And there was a tremendous chizuk in how things work. And things today that we all like speak lonely, Chachme Lublin, it was an incredible yeshiva. He celebrated talents there. It had cool things about the yeshiva. Singing was very important in Chachme Lublin. In general, skills talent, somebody danced well, he cared about talents, which is a pet thing of mine. 
yeshivas have to figure out that it matters if a guy's good looking, it matters, it matters if a guy sings well, it matters if, if he's tall and handsome, things just matter. The world matters. But anyway, his yeshiva, Chachme Lublin, had that things matter. And, and, but the work to create that idealism was tremendous blockages. And I think studying the parsha shouldn't be lost on us. And in learning the parsha with our own families, Avram Avinu's own journey, he got to Eretz Yisrael. And he's kicked out. But things that are precious have minias, have blockages. That's how Hashem designed it. And probably the simple reason is he wants us to fight for it. So Avram Avinu goes to Mitzrayim. The it was, Kasherhikiv Lavai Mitzrayma is on the way to Egypt. He says to Sarah, his wife, Now I know that you're you're Now I know. So Rashi is, what do you mean now I know? He didn't know till now. The word hine is an interesting word in the Torah. Hine, behold. Behold, by its very nature, behold means something you discover. It's very cool to study the word hine. I've looked into the word. There are different ways of understanding. The word hine usually means something happens unusual. Hine, like suddenly there's, a, there's, a, there's something changed and something exists now that wasn't there before. To say on her being Yifas Mara, she was Yifas Mara before. Hine. Hine. What's the hine? There's no, there's no hine. She's Yifas Mara. He should say, He should say, Isha Yifas Marat. You're fast matter. What's Hine? So Rashi has two Pshatim in the Hine. Rashi either says in the Hine, he brings a Medrash, Adach mm-hmm. They both were Noig Bitsneus, and he did, was not Makir this. Now it was relevant, and Avram Avinu noticed and took note of this Metzios, that she's Yifas Mara. So one Pshat and Rashi is Hine. Behold, it was the, it was a Chiddush that became open and revealed to him. Before it wasn't revealed, now it was Nageya and became revealed. It became Nageya. It became Nageya, she's Yifas Mara. It became relevant, she's Yifas Mara. It's relevant to him. She's Yifas Mara, it's relevant. It wasn't relevant now. Hmm? It wasn't relevant until it was wasn't relevant. And there's a big lesson. There's, there's, there's big Torah in this first part of Rashi's life-changing Torah. We live in a world inundated with taiva. There's a world where it's possible, where there's no such thing as pretty besides his wife. It's not relevant to him. In the Hine no Yadati, there's a world that a guy, the only prettiness in the world is his mishpach. It's not relevant. The West has made it relevant, somebody else's looks. There's a world where it's irrelevant to him. And Avram Avinu has a mitzius where now it's relevant. This mitzius, now he observes that which is relevant. It's a very important sogya in Yifas Mara, and this whole sogya of looks, that it became relevant to him. It was relevant of the danger, and it became relevant. But that's Rashi's first job. Rashi says, a dover acher is the minigo oilom is through tayrech haderech is Adam's mispazet. Through travel, usually people get all uh, get disheveled. People come out of a long journey. It's interesting. The Wolf Pack has a game tonight. I always try that they travel, get to the game an hour or two before. 
Anybody who's played ball, if the drive, we all done it in summers. Have you ever been on a team, you drive three hours, you feel like you just got out of like the washing machine. You're like dizzy and you can barely stand straight and they jump up the ball. You're, rel- you're down 15-3 before you blink. Like you haven't let, what? <laughs> the earlier the better. It's always a big mile get out, get there early, settle, land. Feel your feel yourself, but the 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 mitzias of tareach haderech is a person gets a person gets diminished from travel. That's the nature of travel. V'zayis amda v'yifya, Sarah Imenu traveled and stayed in her beauty. She traveled and stayed in her beauty. I think there's a tremendous aymek here. There's a very deep point. That travel normally diminishes, and sorry, men who traveled and stayed beautiful is something so deep. Us Hasidim love stories of wagon drivers. And we love stories of wagon drivers because trip, normally travel weakens people, makes them feel shvach. And by, by us, B'nai Avram, a trip, a journey is very precious. And what will somebody else weaken and make the person disheveled and diminished? If you think about what's going on, I think this is every detail is eternal. Wow. You should hazard to yourself over and over, sorry, Menu stayed beyfia despite that she traveled. You talk about a trip frustration, you told they were just kicked out of their land. They're leaving home because of a star, you know what it means to starve? Did anybody ever you know we say we didn't eat for like five minutes, I'm starving. You know what means to starve? You know, a rov? You know what a famine means? They face the famine, people <laughs> dying on the street, and they leave their country, they're looking for a little food, something to eat. And the derech of travel, of being forced to move and relocate and have no place is to be diminished, your yaifi. That diminishes somebody's physical standing, there's frustration. There's just a general sense. There's a cholsha that comes. She's a medes biyafya. Amazing. She stays looking priceless. There's a deep, deep value. There's an eternal value to know that sorry, Menu, where we come from, Amazing. that which naturally would diminish anybody and would be like, you just walk out crumpled and weakened and lessened, and she was exact aymed biyafya. She looked beautiful. She came off a trip. Look, think about this trip. She is undiminished. She's young. She's fresh. It's a big zap. They're very big people who look young, very old. They're old and they don't look their age. There's a big thing there. There's something very, it's from Sari Menu. It's a big zap. Not a clinicite. You see sometimes an old person who doesn't look their age. There's a big thing there. It's not a physical. You're seeing physical, but you're seeing a manifestation it matters in general. We talk about the mice being beautiful. It matters forever. The physical only mirrors that which is spiritually true. It mirrors something. There's, there's something, somebody's good looking. There's something. A guy wants in a shidduch, a good looking girl, is a big zach to bingo. It's a big zach. It's a spiritual truth. The physical will give off spiritual truths. As I write, it's a kasha. It's a kasha. Somebody's not good looking is a kasha. That could be terutzim. It's a kasha, as I And sorry, menus, despite trips. The derech of, of that, the fact that a trip would make somebody look crumpled is not just physical. This is the Torah, which is emes, which is nagea for eternity. They start, this is truths of the world, and the, the derech of trips is people are diminished, 
and they're diminished and expresses physically because it's a spiritual truth. They've moved. They don't have a makayim. They just feel... They've moved. That that's the, this is the exact... The derech of tereach, a derech is this is what happens to a person. And she... Who the Zeist, Rashi? Rashi I have my answer, okay. We're just reading Rashi. Oh, oh. Zeist, this person, we're just reading a Rashi. Yes, you are. But we have to... We, have to, we can't learn... We can't stay five... <laughs> You're not allowed to stay five-year-old, so you learn to be... It's good that you have a five-year-old picture. She was pretty, but you like... You like they know, my Rebbe, you let her say these words, but you're once going to be the gra also learned this Rashi. And you're learning it, and you're 25 and 30 and 50, and you're learning the Rashi, so we have to learn the Rashi, incredible Rashi, that Zeis, I met this Biafya. This person stays in her beauty. There's something being said. Something's being expressed. And I think the Amuna that we're talking about, the Amuna that somebody's with Hashem, they're Imedes Piafya. It's telling us something. The Torah Daisha is every word is like means something. Hine Noyadati. Avram Avinu knows she has a deep Kenyan Anefesh. Her Yaifi is and her Yaifi is unchanged by travel. There's something you have that whoa, I'm scared about you. And it expresses physically. It expresses, this is a physical, this is a beauty of somebody unchanged by all different circumstances. People will be attracted to this. And that's Sari Menus. Hine no yadati. Kisha yifas marat. Your Kenyan anefesh is different. Another person's attractive. Sir. See that in this Rashi? That's, that's yes. Yeah. Well. Another person's attractive, but if they travel, it leaves. I'm not so nervous about your beauty. Nope, shvach. Okay, you're pretty here. You're not pretty there. He's nervous about her kinyan anefesh in the yofi that she travels and she remains beautiful. There's something up here. Avraham Avinu says, "I'm concerned. We're going to Mitzrayim. They're going to want you. You're a different type of person. But what's normally diminishes and brings down, and people would be disheveled. Your beauty is teeth. Is aimet? Is, is a deep kinyan." I'm worried. See, so listen to what he says to her, though. But speaking to what on the inside, I mean, she has what on the inside? Probably faith, a simchas achayim, an awareness of self, deep kinyan anefesh, that it won't change him, tarech aderech. That's very deep things that exist, that a person travels, any normal person comes out of a car, is diminished. You come out of the car fresh, energetic, enthusiastic, and you mamish. <laughs> Something different here. That's a different type of yoifi. So now listen what he says, but listen to Pshat. When the Egyptians will see you, and they're going to say she's his wife, this lady's his wife, they're going to kill me and let you live. So please, Imri, do me a favor. Say, Say you're my sister. Now, if you read the Torah as a little kid, like Avram is really just caring about himself. It's, it's a very shallow reading. He's worried I'm going to die. Oh my gosh, they're so scary. They're going to kill me, so please save my life. Say you're my sister, so they won't kill me. Please understand, please understand simple pshat in the Torah. This is just simple pshat. He said, Vargu'ai siva isachichayu. Uh-oh, they're going to kill me and leave you alive. Why is Avram Avinu worried they're going to leave her alive? He's worried he's going to die. Right. Vargu'ai si. 
They're going to kill me. Avraham Avinu is not worried about his death. They're going to do terrible things to you. Avraham Avinu is worried about her. They're going to leave you alive. Hello, they're going to do the terrible things to you. I'm not going to be around to protect you. It's all about sorry, Menu. Aisach Yechayu is the problem. If you know about the... What? How would he protect Sarah if he's alive? He's alive. alive. Avram Avinu is a master warrior. He wants to be alive. He'll be alive. If I'm going to explain, if I'm your sister, that actually I'm going to be able to be a protector. They're all going to come to me trying to curry favor with you. They're not going to kill me. They don't need to kill me. Why? They don't need to kill me to get you. I'm in charge of your shaduchim. Let's say, let's say you're my wife. You mean if the, if 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 he's the wife to get mm-hmm. her, they have to kill him. Okay, so if he's the brother, they have if to he's kill him. the why do they have to kill him? If he's the brother, let's marry. She's a free. She's free to get married so to. He says no. Maybe. Okay, if he's the brother, safaker, you try to get it. You curry favor with him. That's what he says. On your behalf, they'll be good to me. They'll try to bribe me. That's the natural thing. Oh, you, oh you're the one in charge. Okay. They'll wine and dine me. They'll keep me alive on your behalf. Yeah, if he's a brother, if it's a brother, they'll all try to pay him off. And he's in position to protect her. Yeah, and I'll figure it out. I'll keep you alive. He wants to be alive. Alive to protect her. But then they say you're my sister, Fakert. They'll be the I'm the negotiator. You want her come through me. And I'll zog I'll figure it out what to do. Abramavina will figure something out. If I'm your sister, they'll keep me alive because they want you. And I'll be in a position to protect you. He's not I'll I'll protect you. Don't worry, sorry. It doesn't seem like he protected he protected her and then Okay, so we, the, we, the, the Torah is not a history book. We don't know Avram Avinu's efforts. But the problem was Aisach Yechayu. He's worried about them doing illicit things to her. Just Pashup Shat. Pashup Shat Aisach Yechayu. He should just say, they'll kill me. He says, Vaisach Yechayu, I'm worried about you. Simple Shat. They'll kill me and keep you alive. That's what I'm worried about. Aisach Yechayu, I'm worried. Just simple Shat. Otherwise, he shouldn't say Aisach Yechayu. He's worried. If you know about the Gzeira of the... Mitzrayim, generations later, says, They made a against the Eden. Every boy throw in the Nile. And every girl keep alive. Why is that a Why does it even say that? They made a Every boy is thrown in the Nile. The Gzeira was, We're going to do bad things. When it says in the in the God that says Hashem saw Amalenu, it says this pasuk that Hashem saw Kol Abena Yoarut Tashlichu Kol Abas Techayun. That's the Gzeira Kol Abas Techayun. Keep the girls alive without the boy means Dvarim Asurim. That's the Gzeira. So when Avram Avinu says in Minah Choisiot, say you're my sister, Manyita Vli Baburech, they'll do good to me on your behalf. They'll give me on your behalf. They'll keep me alive. Big for you, because they want you. They'll keep me alive. I'm actually the brother. I'm actually like the. That's so. And then from that place, I could actually help and assist. Just pashup shot. Yeah, just pashup shot in the table. The Rashi's a little like. What's the matanas? Where's the matanas coming in? That's what they're going to give him matanis to get him. Well, that's not the point, is it? Now I'm saying right. It's a little fun. Why is that the point? They give matanis. I would not have said that as Rashi. I, would not I hear you saying why. You said and you'll live and, and, and you'll be okay. We're, who wants gifts? You want? Yeah. What are we getting? Gifts? Time. Gifts. Right. I mean, who cares? Who cares that we're getting gifts? 
The point is now is I'm in a prominent position to help, and from this place, that's Pash, I think that's Pashib Shat. From this place, they'll be negotiating with me. But it's all about sorry, main just Pash I'm not like trying to read I'm just learning the Psukim. The Pashib Shat, just simple Pshat, just I'm just trying to update us in Pshat, because when we're kids, he says I just be honest, my bar mitzvah parasha. So when I was a kid, I was like, Avram, I, I didn't mind that he worried about himself dying or later, but it's just not pshat. Just to know, it's not. Because he added by Sachi Chayu, he wasn't worried about dying. He's all about sorrow. Pashib Shat. I'm just reading the pshat, the pshat in the Pasuk. He says, I'm worried they'll kill me and leave you alive. <laughs> I'm worried for you, Sari Menu. Say, you're my sister's Pashib Shat in the Mm. Well, the plan didn't work now, did it? If, I'm sorry? The plan didn't quite work now, did it? Sort of did. It bought time. time. Remember, they end up bringing to Parai. There's room to say he's negotiating and, and they send to the best. There's like a struggle who gets. Mm. And then Parai gets a good. Then Hashem protects by Parai. What would he have done? I don't know, Hashem. Hashem saved by Paroi. Ah, uh-huh. Could it be he's worried about both? Like, is there, is there a chisaron of, of, of being worried about your... No, 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 I wasn't coming to... No, I just say Pashup Shad is Aisachi Chayu, is the Hargui Siv, Aisachi Chayu. I'm not coming to, like, I'm just coming to learn Shad. I don't think the discussion was, I'm going to get killed. Well, there's no reason to say Aisachi Chayu. Should say they'll kill me. He's not coming. They'll just push. I'm not. I'm not coming to sell anything. The other thing I had an agenda. I have no agenda here other than to learn pshat. He's saying I am worried they'll kill me and leave you alive. Push pshat. That's very scary. You're going to be alive. That's what he said. Just push pshat. And what is he saying? They'll kill me and leave you alive. That's and that's what he's scared about. You'll be alive. That's maybe the fears more that she'll be left alive than will die. It sounds like he's yeah. saying both. He's saying exactly both. He's like, I'm I don't afraid think he means two things. Kill me and you'll be left alive. Or else, what's wrong with both? I don't mind both. I don't think you have to say both. So then why, 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 why doesn't he just say, I'm, I'm afraid, why does he just say that I'm afraid that they're going to do things to you? Why even mention that he's, he's going to be killed? Well, that's the thing. They're killing me to do something to you. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what he's afraid. And his fear is, they're going to kill me and leave you alive. What's but, but, he saying? But meaning, if the point is just that they're going to leave you alive then the should say that I'm afraid that I'm not going to be left alive. I'm there, I'm not afraid you're left alive. They're going to kill me and leave you alive. They want to do my to you. They're going to kill me to get you. You're a good negotiator. Let's What? No. Are you You hear me? I think, is this Pashup Shadi Lan? I just want, I have no agenda, literally, and somebody he cares about his own life. I don't mind, Avram's a lot of, I'm not, I'm just coming to learn, I actually, it's funny, we call this Musa, I like learning Chumash also, I like learning all these parishes. I just literally, in learning these Pesukim, when I was a kid, I saw, it's like Avram's like folks on himself, I just didn't read, the, and I don't mind that, I don't mind somebody could give a whole schmooze folks on yourself, there's a Rebbe Yeruchim, all of Avram is his Ani, and expand your Ani, I have no cash, I'm not, I have no agenda, I don't care if he's worried about himself, I'm just telling you, it's not shot in the pus. So, I just want to learn the Pasuk, just reading the Pasuk. I'm worried they'll kill me and leave you alive. Now, could he also be worried? Yeah. Could he also be worried about dying? Could be. I just don't see, put it this way. That's not Mokrach. 
That could be what's mochrech is he's worried I'm going to be killed and you'll be alive. And I'm worried you'll be alive without me because I'm worried they'll do Dvar Masurim. Could it be you also was worried about dying? It went, once it's not mochrech, I have no idea. Maybe. The simple thing, the Why only thing mochrech... Because he said, I saw Chichayu. So that's for sure he was worried she's going to be alive. And him not there to protect her. That's for sure. Was he all sorted about dying? I don't see any hechrech in the Pasuk. I don't know. He's worried. This big trouble. If you say, if you say we're married, they're going to kill me and you'll be alive. And you'll be very soon. Is he also worried about dying? I don't know. I, I'm sure. I, I don't put my own feelings. I just have no rye in the Pasuk. Is he also worried about that? Why don't you say, I'm, 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 I'm pretend you're my wife. I'm afraid that they're going to be the that's exactly what it says. He's bringing and I'm going to be killed. Why am I going to be killed? Because they want you for that. He's also probably concerned that they're going to do the Yerushalayim. He would still be concerned that he was alive. The only thing that I'm aware in this Pasach Behechrech is he's worried about Sari Menu. I have no... Is it possible he's also worried about himself? Aysach Yechayu is very clear that he's worried he's going to leave you alive and do some Dvar Masurim to you. That's for sure. And the, they're going to kill me and leave you alive. Is he also worried about dying? I have no idea. What? I, I just don't... Avram probably... I, I don't think... I only learned Torah. I don't... Not the words, I'm saying the words kill me don't have to be there. He only I'm says kill me and leave you alive. If he's alive, he wouldn't be afraid. He's there. What do you mean? He's not, nobody's he has no fear wife. about him being alive and going to be what do you mean? He was alive and they did do Dvar Masurim. That didn't, didn't happen. It's not true. What do you mean? He never happened. Not because he was alive, though. Sorry, man, it was never touched. Not because of Hashem. Not because of Hashem. Well, I'm I don't know. He's worried they're going to kill me and you're going to be alive. That's not a good match. But, but, I mean, based on how the story played out, there definitely makes sense. Now, if he's alive, it's better. It's not a... He's staying, keep me alive. I, I'm worried I won't be here and I'll do Dvar Masurim to you. If I'm here, and I'll dive in, I'll, I'll fight, I'll do what he can. That's Pashup Shah. I'm just, I'm just learning. I'm not trying to. This without studying, like a therefore. I'm not coming to any therefores. I first, the therefore is a good kedai, but you first have to know the story. I just think it's simple Pshat in the Psukim. What's Mokroch is he's worried for her. Is, that's just simple Pshat. Right, right, right. That's very. But the, the only thing mochrech in this pasuk is he's worried about her. Right, we agree that killing both of them wouldn't be as bad. Right, right, right. 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 Everybody, I just, right. I just, it's instructive. I don't know. I've learned this parish when I was younger, and it looked like he was worried about him, which doesn't bother me. We could study that. I just don't think that's pshat. Now, could somebody say, also, it's not mochrech. The, the only thing mochrech here, he says, I'm going to die and you're going to be alive. Now, what he's saying, why is that a problem? She's alive. Go ahead. He's just saying, I'm worried about dying. So he's worried about her being alive. He's worried about that. Now, why is he worried he's dead? Why is he worried he's dead? Because she's alive. <laughs> That's just Pasha Chai. <laughs> 
this, if anything, if there's a therefore, therefore is a letter just be pshat. If there's a therefore to this, is don't learn don't don't stay six, don't stay six. If there's any therefore, please learn it in a mature way because you stay six. Six was great and six was true. Need to it's not like, oh, uh, and by the way, what I know now, I promise there'll be another uh, in 20 years. I don't look at it. I'll tell you something funny. Can I tell you something funny about the yeshiva? Yeah, I want to say something true. I want to say something. What you learned when you were six, it's not like I was so stupid and I know that was true. That was true too. The tire is true when you're six. But By the way, I promise we'll all expand and there'll be a truth when we're 50. That way, there's, there's a but truth. If I was six year old, should learn Torah. It's a true. It's very, very. It's true. Hashem spoke to us at six, and it said something. He speaks to us at forty. You'll see in your own experiences in yeshiva. I look at things that I'm aware of now that I wasn't aware of when I was young, and I say it was so stupid to run the yeshiva. That was Nashkach. It was very good to run the yeshiva that way then, because that's what I understood then. So Hashem used me to run the yeshiva that way then. And today now, what, I, oh my gosh, how could I have done? You'll see in your own life. By the way, in your own life with your kids. And your own, I, a guy called me up. A guy's married. How, he was so stupid who he chose. Isn't that amazing that, that, that a 60-year-old lives with a choice when he's 22? And the answer is an excellent choice because you were 22 and you made, and Hashem used the 22-year-old. You to choose the exact thing you were supposed to choose. That's how it works. So don't throw away. I'm not like saying throw away that what you saw when you were three. That was excellent what you saw. You were supposed to see that when you were three. But not to also have a balance of what you saw. By the way, the same way we're going now, ah, you don't think there's a day, people like, now I got it. That, do you think there's a day you'll say, like you'll laugh? So don't laugh at then either. I don't, I'm not laughing at the little you. You were so stupid. You weren't stupid. You were six. You were brilliant. You were the best six-year-old. You were excellent. Your mother did a perfect job. She taught Torah to a six-year-old. And I promise the Torah speaks to a six-year-old. So it's not, Hashem is very, very capable of speaking to us at all different stages and ages. What I'm mocking is not mocking you learned it when you were young, Torah. The same thing we're saying now. You don't think we're going to ever expand next year? So am I going to laugh? I'm, I promise you, I won't laugh at Dan Kalish from now. So I'm not going to apologize. Erase, erase recordings. I think different than I thought 20 years ago. Do I go back and erase all those recordings? Not at all. What? Is that a shot? What happened? That story. Everything that happens in our life, when you say a shot of what happened, if something happens in the room, do all of us experience what happened the same? Huh? We all experience it different. Yeah, but one might so do you think uh, is that we all experienced it different? Hashem didn't intend for how I experienced it. But there's what happened and how I experienced. Hashem intended how you experienced it. If me and you in a family, a whole bunch of siblings go through something, you think they went through the same thing based on all who they are, they experienced it differently. That was intended by Hashem how you experienced it. And by the way, how you experienced at 10, how you experienced at 30 is both intended by Hashem. It wasn't like an accident. It wasn't like, oh, that was so bad, I experienced it as a 10-year-old. No, I experienced it as a 10-year-old. You were supposed to experience it as a 10-year-old. There's an emeth to that experience that should stay with you forever. I'm not trying to, like, discount, oh, my gosh. 
that kindergarten teacher knows excellent, and that was like so powerful. Yisrael Meir experiences Tyran, and it, only at his age, the way his age should experience Tyran. But it would be silly not to re-experience Tyran. That's why I read the Tyran this year, because I want to re-experience Tyran. So it's not like, oh, now I have the truth. <laughs> I was like, last year I was so stupid. No, last year I was so last year. I experienced it last year. I was very smart last year. I wasn't stupid. And by the way, decisions made in the yeshiva were made as the guy that was the age that started. And there's no rule like a certain age. It still doesn't work like that. That I have a certain understanding now. So Hashem will come, things will shine through me the way I understand now. And that's what will happen. It's not like sitting. It was supposed to shine through. You know what I mean, Hashem? Right, so I'm just learning this pasuk, making sure we have clarity in the parasha, and I'm really here, though, if there's any agenda, I don't know if there was much of an agenda, it's just really to, get, to make sure to relearn the psukim. When you relearn it and focus kishmak, you'll see, you'll see things. Yeah? By the babies, when it's free, separate things, right? The, 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 the xera, the babies would be killed. Yeah, there were two xeras there, yeah. So you could you learn here. I'm just saying it's not mochrach. Now, look, there it happens to be true that that's a bad thing, the boy's being killed. Avram Avinu's nerves, I just don't know what he was nervous about. The only thing, Mokrech, is he's nervous, I'm going to die and you're going to live. So the only thing, Mokrech, he's worried about her. Was he also worried about dying? I just don't know. Over there, two, their Xayra was two things. Do we, do we hold it's Xayra for boys to be killed? It's Xayra. This doesn't... We're not analyzing their kavanah, what they were trying to do. There were two problems. The boys are going to be killed and the girls are going to be alive. Objectively, that's two bad things happening. I don't need to like Paskin. By the way, their intention to do bad might have only been to keep the girls alive. I don't even know if they care. If I'm that was, it would have been better if the decree was all Jews were killed? Of course. Of course. They leave our girls alive? It's crazy. They're trying to do something. But killing is also crazy. There's a specific zera that they wanna, they wanna do dvarim asura. We we hate Midian worse than anybody else because they did dvarim asura. It's worse than killing us. It's worse. The Chazal say that, and we hate them worse because they try to do it dvarim asura. It's worse than killing us. They wanted to do, they had in mind to be Mitama our, 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 our girls. And Abraham Avinu, that's Pashup Shadi saying. I am not trying to say what's a scammer's life. I, the puzzle just doesn't talk to that. I don't know. But when you were six, you, that was true. Uh, this, when I was six, when I was six, what I was able to comprehend he's gonna die, that to, as a six-year-old, that was much that was definitely the scary part of things. I'm older now and read the Psukim better. He was very worried. This, this, maybe the six-year-old shot wasn't right. I don't know. I don't know. With a six-year-old, that's what I was capable of understanding. That he's going to die. I don't know if I even knew. To me now, of course, this is what he was worried about. He's saying, I'm scared. I'm not going to be here. You're going to be here. This is crazy. What they're going to do to you. That's what he's saying. Simple pshat and a pasach that's what Avram Avinu said. That's how I'm learning now. If somebody has a different shot, I'm open-minded, I think. I don't want to be stubborn. I don't see mochrach anything else. If somebody says, no, I have a reason to learn something else, I'm open-minded. Yeah. Just that it's not Mokroch, he said a second thing. You have no right to make a second thing. The only thing Mokroch is he was worried about her. 
Kill me and you're going to be alive. The only thing Mokhrux is worried about her. Was he also a Masada? Maybe. <laughs> I have not figured the Pasuk that tells me about that. I said, I, he said, I just don't, it's not Mokhrux. There was two. Could it be there were two things? When, I, when something's not Mokhrux, then Hashem didn't say it in a way that was Mokhrux. I don't know. Chumash, we study what Hashem said. If you want to add something, it's just ama- it's rather remarkable that when you study more careful, what he's saying is, I'm afraid for your life. I'm afraid I I'm afraid they'll leave you alive and do and do and do things to you. I'm very, very scared about that. Say you're my sister, they'll leave me alive, and now I can help you. Are you are you are you are then aren't you, if you're, if you're a girl, then what, aren't you, you're not supposed to give up your life. Meaning if somebody's going to rape you, you're not supposed to give up your life. So then, you are supposed to give up your life? Oh, you are? Big three. I thought only if you're married. What? Oh, you mean if she's dead, there are other shy, it was need, there are other possibilities. If she would be a penuya with no dvar masu, we're talking about dvar masu. We're talking about dvar masu. The woman has to even like a cartel. That's that's why certainly can't go to that. Certainly, certainly we concern. Certainly we concern. Learn the six. She'll learn silver. We can go many places from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is your I want to. I want to say. I want to say something brief. It's. It's. It is getting late. I want to say some. I want us to make some second say. We have to have mincha now. I want to say fascinating that light. Light fascinates me yearly. Light's a fascinating figure, but it's interesting that lights with Avram. Hashem speaks to Avram, and the Torah makes it clear. Hashem Amr Avram once light leaves, Hashem speaks to Avram. And this is a theme in the Torah. It's a huge theme in the Torah. Rashi says, calls Mansha Rasha Imai, when the Rasha was with him, Hayadibur Parshman, Hashem wouldn't talk to him. So light left, Hashem speaks to Avram. It's a big theme in the Torah. When somebody's near Rasha, Hashem doesn't talk to Avram. You know what fascinates me? That's not why Avram kicked light away. Why didn't Avram Avinu kick light away because of that? After light leaves, Hashem speaks to Avram, and then we're told, by the way, Hashem wouldn't talk to him, a light was there. So why wasn't that a reason to kick light away? He didn't kick him away because of that. He kicked him away because his shepherds were stealing. You know, they have, I have a safer on Chumash where he has points, things to think about. I asked him the Chevra, Kasha, bomb Kasha. When light leaves, Hashem says, Oh, Avram, I want to talk to you. <coughs> says Rashi, it's Mivur in the Pasuk. Vashem, Amr, Avram, light. Light left, I could talk to you. So why didn't he kick light away? Just for that reason. Why didn't he kick light away? God wasn't. Avram. 
Now, somebody could tell you that the only reason why he was a Russia was because he led his shepherds. If that's the reason he's a Russia, then I lose my cash. He kicked them away because he's a Russia. He kicked them away because of the Rishos. That's why Hashem didn't speak to him. I suspect not, I can't prove not. It doesn't say that that's why he did. Yeah, it doesn't say that's why he's a Russia. It could be, if that's why he's a Russia, then you'll lose the Cheshvan. That was the only thing that made him a Russia. Maybe, maybe that made him a Russia. How's Rabbi? I'm asking you a question. When light leaves, Hashem appears Tavram. Says Rashi, a little secret. When light's with him, Hashem wasn't talking to him, because the Russia was with him. Hashem didn't come to him when the Russia's with him. So why didn't he kick him out just for that? Well, because he's a Russian, because Hashem didn't talk. Why Rabbi's asking? Hashem, you're with a Russian. Hashem doesn't speak to you. Kick him out. Hashem's staying who away. Who said Avram knew the deal? Like, it wasn't aware of this basic emiss that any kid who learns Spanish Rashi is aware. Avram knows Torah. This like basic emiss to the Torah. When you're with a Russian, it's like the most simple basic of the Torah. The whole Mitzrayim. Avram knows the Torah. Hashem stays away from you. With Rishon, there's a price to pay. Leave it with a cash. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't aware that Luke was Russian, so he didn't realize why he didn't know why I had to speak with him. Could. Could. The letter leave with the cash. Can I propose an answer? Ellie, what are you tying, Ravelli? That one. What? I like it. What do you say? Kivali has it. What do you say? Could we say, Shlomo was saying the same thing, that it has to do with, like when Avram was, when Hashem was speaking with Avram, then he left to get, greet the guests. Why, you know, Hashem's talking to you. Very, very, very relevant. You're not going to say, right? I hope you don't say sacrifice levels of nevuah for his avodas Hashem. I'm not sure that you that you Avram Avinu has an avodah. There's al teschaber l'rasha. I'm sure he had all the things in place with Rishon. If the cost is talking to Hashem, he's much closer to Hashem than talking. He's being godly. Like you said, greater, he, send, he says to Hashem, wait, and he talks to the angels. Being godly is bigger than, than talking to Hashem. See, right, Hashem doesn't talk, that's on Hagar. And Avram Avinu was willing to pay that price, to be like Hashem. He's closer than a state of talking to Hashem. Hashem has that rule. I, I don't think there's a side point to what Avram Avinu's Zavayda was. So you're right, Hashem didn't talk to him then. You're right, you're right. That he was being like Hashem. He was reaching out with all the parameters. Similar to the Malachim. Yeah. So the Malachim and the Chassam Seifer Petuchei Chaisim says that Avram, the Emes wasn't right from the Boa. Because it says, Amechasan Ime Avram Ashini Oisa. Then not one time ever by prophecy does it say about any Navi. Hmm. Should I? It just says prophecy. The Chassam Seifer says, Hashem says, Hey, let me tell Avram, because he wasn't really on the Darek of the Boa. And he wasn't on the Darek of the because he was busy doing things that didn't allow him to be on the Darek of the he was sacrificing talking to Hashem to do his mission. So, so yeah, after Light left, and it's very instructive, Light was still there. It wasn't why he sent Light away. It's pretty amazing. He was closer to Hashem than talking to Hashem. He was being like Hashem.
he was closer than talking to Hashem. He was being like Hashem, which is closer. Like, but still, the rules are still Hashem doesn't talk to him. That's That's the, that's the rule. Hashem doesn't talk. You were the Russia. He still was with the Russia. That's the Minchah. Pause. Pause.